Hey, this is Tyler Sugar. Join me weekday mornings for Bump and Run, brought to you by Chris Foster Heating and Air, your Ream Heating and Air Condition Specialist right here in Spartanburg on Fox Sports 1400, 98.3 FM. Head coach of the Landrum Cardinals, Coach Daniel Little. Coach, good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Coach, it's good to have you back. Good to have baseball back. And, uh, Coach, you guys are off uh, to a good start, starting off the season already 4-0 and uh, with a win uh, last night over Whitmire. Coach, uh, talk a little bit about um, how good it feels to be back out on the diamond. Well, you know, since you know, our last game, March 13th of last year, when us in Blacksburg that Friday night, you know, it was just kind of one of those things where you thought you'd be off two weeks and see the kids again. That's what I told them, and then that was it. It's just kind of – it's kind of surreal. So, you know, once we're able to get back and start practicing this year and, you know, things are kind of getting a little bit back to normal. They're not, but at least it's baseball and we're excited to be out there and our kids. You know, we got nine seniors and them have a chance to finish out their career and finish, you know, have a full season. We're super excited about well, Coach, uh, the last time you had a full season, you guys won the state championship, had a big year, and we're looking to have a big year last year. And, of course, you're going to lose some things, um, some players um, from last year's team. But let's talk about this year's team, Coach. You're uh, ranked very high in Class uh, 2A as you head into the season. Talk to us a little bit about this team and what you expect to see from them. I mean, it's a veteran bunch. There's uh, there's nine seniors and uh, seven of them are starters. Uh, and, you know, really we only have one one or two guys that really hadn't played a ton before, you know, on the varsity level that are playing this year. So it's a veteran group. And, you know, they, this, you know they're very businesslike and, you know, they know what's expected of them. And, you know, they play the game at a high level. And, you know, our mentality is we're going to throw strikes, make the routine plays and find ways to manufacture runs. And, you know, so far they've been able to do that. But, you know, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So, you know, we're just taking it one day at a time and, trying to be able to play our best baseball in May. Coach, uh, let's talk a little bit about your pitching staff. Uh, who do you expect uh, to be the stars on the mound for your team this season? Well, our top returner is uh, Evan Sierra. He was uh, one of our top starters on our state championship team. And, you know, he's been a he's been a starter since his eighth grade year. He's a junior and he's a Mississippi State commit. Um, you know, he's, he's the ace of our staff. Um, He's also, you know, plays short and hits lead off for us. Just he's just a veteran guy. He kind of sets the table there. Um, you got uh, Colvin Jackson, who's pitched a lot. He's kind of that crafty righty. You know, he's like you know all speed guy. Throws a lot of ground balls. You know, Carson Shipman's going to throw a lot for us. Um, Patrick Clark has been a nice surprise. He's been an outfielder for us. He's going to be a reliever. Bo Burnett going to be a reliever and. Um, Cooper Gentry will probably throw a little bit on the back end as well. So we've got a, a deep staff we're excited about. Uh, it's a little different than our staff two years ago, but it, it's got a lot of depth. It's, it's, they kind of they kind of mix well off of each other. Well, let's talk a little bit about the offensive side of the ball. You've been putting up some runs so far um, in this early part of the season. Talk a little bit about how your guys are hitting the baseball. Um, hitting it well. We've got a couple guys with some serious power, but we're – I think we're, we're a speed lineup. You know, we like to put pressure on the defense. And, you know, there's really not a lot of donkeys in there. There's a, there's a lot of gazelles and guys that can run. And, you know, they put pressure on you and put the ball in play and get on the bases and run and get extra bases and kind of push the envelope. And that's kind of our game. And, you know, we can't live by the three-run homer. We'll take it. And we've got a few guys that can do it. But we're always trying to put pressure on the other team. And that's that's kind of our mantra. Coach, you just won a, a tournament championship by beating Whitmire last night. Talk a little bit about what you guys got coming up next in the next couple of weeks. Well, you know, we kind of we got 
two weeks till we start region, so we're going to open our non-region schedule up Monday. We'll go to Clinton, their their quality three A opponent. Um, I just saw the night where they beat uh, a highly ranked strong Thurman team in three A. Lower state finalists a couple of years ago, so they're going to be very strong, and that's always a tough place to play. We'll go there, have a couple other non-region tune-ups, and then the following week we'll start our region schedule against um, Greer Middle College because our we do a two-game region series, so you'll play the same team twice in one week, and then you're done with. Well, Coach, um, of course, you're still the defending uh, Class 2A champions. Uh, when you talk to your guys this uh, year about expectations, what do you say to them? Well, you know, first we kind of – our main thing has been we talk about, you know, you get to play baseball. We don't work – they don't ever say you work baseball. You play baseball. Because after losing last year, we want to make sure that the main goal is we're going out there and compete hard and having fun playing baseball. And, you know, we take it day by day. You know, we tell them we're not going to – you can't win a state championship tomorrow, but you can get one step closer to being in the championship situation. But we're just taking it one day at a time. You know, we're not worried about rankings and this and that. We're just about state. Day, we're going to worry about having a great practice and we'll worry about tomorrow and you know that's kind of we want them kids to enjoy every day and pretty much for this team as a family how long can you keep it together you know these these nine seniors this is the last time they'll be together and how long how many days can they keep this going how deep can they go how long can they stay together is kind of the, the mentality Coach, a pretty good region. You guys are in Greer Middle College, Blacksburg, Brashear, St. Joe's, Chesney a pretty good region. How do you think the region stacks up this year? Oh, man, it's one of those where anybody can beat anybody on any given night. I mean, you know, Chesney's always a power. Blacksburg's always really good. I mean, you think St. Joe's won three state, straight state championships, you know, you know, 12, 13, 14. I mean, Greer Miller, you know, the year we uh, we won at Greer Middle College beat us in a region game. Uh, Brazier's always tough, always has good arms. I mean, it's, it's going to be a dogfight. I mean, and the way we set it up, you know, you can't ride one or two arms. You have to have pitching depth and playing – you know, back-to-back nights is tough. So it's really going to test you and whoever's able to make the playoffs out of this region to be, be well-tested and ready to go. Coach, good to talk to you again. Good to have baseball back, and we look forward to following the Landrum Cardinals all season long and talking to you a couple more times. Appreciate it as always. Y'all have a good one. Thanks, Coach. That's Coach Daniel Little, the head coach of the Landrum Cardinals, joining us here on Bump and Run. Hey, this is Arn Anderson. You're listening to Fox Sports 1400, now on FM at 98.3. Time for our weekly visit with Coach Todd Stillman. Coach, good morning. Dude, what's going on? How's things up in South Carolina? Things are uh, things are good. Things are good. You know, um, things getting back to normal. I got vaccinated the other day. Um, All right. But things are uh, moving in the right direction and, you know, we're just glad you know baseball's getting ramped up here in the state so you know things are things are going pretty good how are things in florida you know things in florida are going well i'm packing up i'm flying out of here in about an hour and a half two hours heading to arkansas and oklahoma for ncaa indoor track and ncaa cross-country championships got all my nc state gear packed up and ready to roll you know, uh, this past summer, I went on a little road trip, and we went through Arkansas. And um, sorry, yeah, that place sucks. <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, I'm saying, but there's just nothing, and a lot of the roads are dirt. It's just awful. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised <laughs> at all. It's just awful. We went to uh, we went to Johnny Cash's boyhood home. 
Uh, just by chance. Yeah, just by chance, we were riding down the interstate, and it said Johnny Cash's boyhood home next exit. So, you know, you, you're this close. You might as well go. Right. Uh, we were on the way from Memphis to St. Louis, and we you go through Arkansas, apparently. I don't know. Uh, but it was just awful. Just an awful, just an awful state. No offense to anybody from Arkansas. I mean, I don't think any, you know, there, nobody should be denying that. Yeah. To be honest. I don't so there you go. Well, Coach, um, so you're going to um, the track and field national uh, championships. Uh, so uh, what do you, what's, what's Hannah going to be doing in those things? She'll be running the five. She's going to run the 5,000. That's tomorrow night, about 8 o'clock central time. So, um, you know, so she's doing that. And then that's all she's doing it indoors. And then, um, and then they'll head over to Stillwater, Oklahoma for the, uh, for the cross country championships on Monday, I do believe, I do believe that's Monday. So, uh, you know, and they, they got a team that has a chance to win a national championship there. So they're pretty fired up about that situation and, and they got there yesterday and, you know, they're, they're, you know, just prepping, prepping to, you know, go for it. They got several athletes going to indoor, you know, the indoors, um, and then obviously their team and men and women going to to the national championships in cross country. Coach, uh, the conference basketball tournaments have gotten underway. Some of them, of course, are over now. Some of the smaller uh, conferences and, you know, the big ones underway now, the ACC, the SEC, um, some of the other ones. But, Coach, uh, you know, watching some of these first and second round games, I don't know if there's any team in the country right now that is more dangerous than North Carolina. Uh, they're they're playing the best basketball they've played all year. They looked really good last night against uh, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. How dangerous is this North Carolina team right now? Well, I mean, if they're able to to put on a performance, I mean, obviously that that seems a little bit outside the box what they were able to do last night. I mean, they won by forty two points. I mean, that's an unbelievable uh, an unbelievable job by Boy Williams' crew. But but they've got you know they got big guys that are getting things done around the basket. I mean, I think. Armando Baycott, you know, Baycott was, what was he, second or third team all ACC, and then he had a great game last night. You know, De'Ron Sharp doing a good job as a, as a rookie there, freshman there. And, uh, you know, I think even Walter Kel- you know, Kessler is doing a good job for them, you know, the freshman big guy. And and so they've, they've been able to really, you know, take care of business around the basket. They've been going to the boards. They've been dominating in that area. And that way they're not always quite so – you know, depending on three-point shooting and, and that type of thing. You know, they they shot it great yesterday, but they haven't been scoring like that, though, Tyler. I mean, that that was kind of, a, you know, maybe a little bit of an outlier to score that many points. And so, um, you know, if, they, if they're able to defend, if they're able to rebound and they, they play with, you know, if they, obviously they're building confidence right now. And so Boy Williams and his staff have to be really thrilled with where they are, you know, as things are, are – you know, moving you know, moving into the to the most important time of the year. So, uh, exciting times if you're a Tar Heel fan, and uh, and it's going to be interesting to see you know what what they're able to do you know moving forward. And they got a tough matchup today. I mean, they played Virginia Tech. You know, Mike Young, coach of the year. Virginia Tech's ranked, and um, but I think the Hokies are probably a little bit. You know, they got to feel a little bit nervous heading into this thing, knowing that that the Tar Heels are playing like this. Coach, uh, Duke uh, is considered still by many a bubble team. They're right there. Um, I don't think they're in as of right now, but they, they've won a couple of games now here in the ACC tournament. They get Florida State 
today you know i talked about it in the last segment that um, a lot of times when these teams get these double buys in the acc tournament sometimes they come out a little flat uh would you be a little bit worried if you're florida state today and can duke pull off a win today well once again i mean it's, it's florida state historically you know hasn't been able to, to finish the deal you know and on any kind of a consistent basis and so now you got a duke team that that's you know playing with some confidence and and building a little bit of momentum and uh, you know, you know, Mike Shashevsky has clearly had a track record of being getting his, you know, been able to get his teams ready to play at the most important time of the year. And so, I mean, I, I would feel, I, I don't feel a, a strong confidence level that, that Florida State's going to be able to take care of it, but it could be a really big step for that program if they're able to take care of business, you know, uh, this afternoon, you know, this evening uh, against Duke. And, but but clearly Florida State's going to be in the tournament regardless, so the stakes are a little bit higher for Duke, um, so that that could play into it a little bit as well. But you know Florida State wants to not only build momentum, but they want to put a stamp that that they're a program to be reckoned with as as the tournament you know as the tournament approaches. Coach, what the heck happened to Clemson uh, yesterday? They lost to Miami, got eliminated from the ACC tournament. Uh, what what happened to the Tigers? Well. <laughs> You know, you just don't want to, you don't want to speculate and things like that. You know, it's just an up and down type of team. And, um, you know, for Miami, you know, what were they? They were 13 seeds. I mean, it's the first time a 13 seeds advanced to the the quarterfinals in the ACC tournament. Um, you know, you want to say that, you know, you want to say that Jim Loranga's group, you know, they they had injuries, they had some struggles along the way, they 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 were close a lot of times, and they were a competitive team, but. But at the same time, Clemson, you know, sitting there ranked earlier in the season, those type of things, Brad Brownell's group, they've just got to do, you know, a better job of, of closing things out. I mean, they shot it great in the first half, and then, you know, they just weren't able to, to close the deal. And Brad Brownell's group, you know, it's just really unfortunate, you know, and and. and, and Saw some of the chatter, you know, not that, that I'm looking at a ton of that, but, you know, the chatter of people, you know, concerned about some of the decisions and things like that coming down the stretch and, and those types of things. But you got a team sometimes that, you know, as a veteran coach that knows how to get his team ready and maybe they have, you know, had some issues during the year that made it a little bit out of their control, how they were able to perform. And so Miami, you know, I think Miami was probably a little bit more of a dangerous team than people might have expected. But still, you, you expect the Tigers – you know, to have been able to move on. And, uh, you know, while you kind of feel like they're going to be in the NCAA tournament anyway, you know, certainly disappointing for that crew. Coach, you mentioned uh, internet chatter and whatnot about coaches, uh, and there's probably uh, not too many coaches in the country with louder chatter going on right now than Gamecock head basketball coach Frank Martin, um, who's you know had a very disappointing season at South Carolina, only six wins on the season. They open up the SEC tournament tonight uh, with Ole Miss. Uh, do you think Frank Martin could possibly be in trouble when the season's over? Well, I mean, he may he may be feeling the same way. You know what I mean? It's, it could be one of those where it, it possibly, you know, I'm always on the side of the coach. You know what I'm saying? This is a weird year. This is a, a, a unique situation. They've been hit pretty significantly by it at times. And um, certainly they have underperformed probably to, to fan base expectations, to coaching staff expectations, and certainly to the players' expectation as well. So, um, 
there's the part where you say, you know, coaches, you got to give them, you got to give them, especially through a season like this, maybe a little bit of a benefit of a doubt and, and that type of thing. But then at the same time, you know, where are things, where are things trending with the program? Is it moving in a direction that everybody's expecting it to move? Is it moving in a direction that, that, that maybe Frank Martin, you know, is wanting it to move. So, uh, would it be surprising if, if there were some conversations after the season, you know, about what's going to happen with that program and its leadership? I, I, that that wouldn't be something that would be surprising to me. I just think, um, you know, uh, you know, they could they could go get a win today. You know, I mean, they could go get a win, and and who knows what happens over the next couple of days, and then everything could change. But but I w- I would say, you know, the likelihood of of something happening with that program is is a little bit higher than than a lot of programs well, coach uh speaking of really good coaches uh, uh the big south conference uh winthrop uh just ran through the big south conference they had one loss on the season uh coach how good of a coach is pat kelsey at winthrop and when is he going to get one of the one of the big jobs in one of the bigger conferences well i mean he's he's had opportunities you know and almost took one a few years ago well I, i'm trying to remember where it was was it georgia tech or somewhere where he had kind of you know made the move and then went back to winthrop and so uh for them to continue their excellence it's sort of greg marshall-ish uh in the way things were you know greg marshall did the job there for years and, and did a great job and um in fact kelsey's a really great guy i mean i obviously had some in, you know interactions with him you know during my time at presbyterian at some of the big south meetings and stuff like that he's just a, he's a really good leader he's a great recruiter and and they have a team that is just consistent um you know they're, they're not an up and down type of program where one year they have it or hey they they get this one group that 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 has a special run they're they're a team that's consistently you know a solid program and um you know i mean to go First of all, they got 24 games in over the course of the year, which is pretty good, and uh, and and only have one, you know, one hiccup along that road. That's going to be, you know, a real feather in his cap. And if there is, you know, who knows what the landscape's going to look like, Tyler, after a season like this. You know, are there going to be a lot of openings? Are there going to be, you know, a lot of moves being made with with leadership of programs and and things of that nature? I think Pat Kelsey, I think, is is in a position where if the right situation arose, you know, maybe he makes a move, but I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be cautious about it and he's going to be thoughtful about it. Kind of like Mike Young was, you know, with Wofford. I mean, he wasn't going to just take a job because there were people that were coming and calling. Uh, he was going to take a job that he felt like it was a correct step for him and his development, you know, as a leader and, and, and a, a correct step, you know, for him as he wanted to move forward, you know, not just the the payday that might be coming. So, uh, if the right situation opens, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that Pat Kelsey's going to going to really consider it and and be willing to make a move if if, if the right spot arises. Well, Coach, uh, you look at the NCAA tournament next uh, or sat- Sunday is Selection Sunday, uh, so we got uh, we got the NCAA tournament next week. We'll be talking about that in depth when we have you on. Uh, right now, though, I want you to give me a prediction. Who are the one seeds? All right, one seed. Let's go. So you got Gonzaga, Baylor. Uh, yep. Baylor a little more, little more, little wary of that, but but they're they're one of those right there. Um, I still think Michigan is is going to be sitting in that situation right there. And then where is 
where is that fourth number one seed? You know, what's what's going to happen over the course of this tournament? You know, is it going to be because who knows what's happening in the beginning? I mean, Illinois is sitting right there. You got Iowa who's playing really well. What happens if Alabama were to to run through and win the the SEC tournament? You know, could they be a a dark horse for it? So, man. Let me, throw, let me throw Alabama in there as as, a, as the fourth number right. one seed. They're, they're going to run through that SEC tournament. Big Ten's going to beat up on each other, and there you go. Well, the Gamecocks are standing in their way, Coach, so, you know. Oh, well, that, well, that, that, does, <laughs> that does play into that. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, God. Uh, Coach, uh, <laughs> going to be a little different this year, though, all playing in one, one area. It's not spread out throughout the country and regions and all that stuff, uh, but it's just going to be good to have the NCAA tournament back this year. Well, I mean, even now, you know, we've talked over the course of the entire season how – you know, wonky things have been, you know, and just un- unusual everything has been. And, and now as things have kind of, you know, they're kind of pigeonholed into tournament play now, it feels more like real college basketball. And, and there really is real energy and enthusiasm about what's, what's coming up, not only in these conference tournaments, but with the, with the NCAA tournament coming up too. And I think in a way with it being a little more, contracted into a into a smaller space it may make it that much more you know enjoyable to to follow and to to be engaged with so i'm really getting excited about it and and i think the level of play has increased over the last several weeks and uh and 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 it's going to be really fun to watch coach looking forward to it looking forward to talking next thursday when the bracket will be out um and we'll be talking about the ncaa tournament and of course coach i know you're going to participate in the bump and run bracket challenge when that thing comes out oh my goodness oh my goodness i'm, I'm a terrible i'm a terrible picker like well, that's that, fine so because I'll, i'm I'll, i'm like the two-time defending champion of this thing i keep whooping everybody's butt i don't know how of it happens but it just keeps happening right but we got yeah. a great prize pack if you win it <laughs> All right. Hey, that's good to know. I have to check this thing out. All right, Coach. Final thing. Uh, Joe Exotic's writing a memoir. Are you going to buy it? I mean, is it going to be available for Kindle? I would assume so. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I, you never know, man. I mean, maybe maybe for my birthday I'll, 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 I'll receive a gift from Tyler Sugar. I don't know. Yeah, we might can make that happen. Coach, good to talk to you as always. We'll do it again next week. All right, Tyler. We'll see you. Thanks, guys. That's Coach Todd Stillman joining us on the Image Printing Hotline each and every Thursday right here on Bump and Run.